This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And uh, this week, we are going to, I'm getting a lot of feedback on this and a lot of questions um, on social media, um, talking with folks, et cetera. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about, well, I'm going to talk the whole show about it, matter of fact, um, about what we're going through right now, obviously, with the pandemic and a lot of the situations. I'm, I'm hearing so many different things um, about it. So I want to go through briefly what we're going to do is we're going to talk about um, what you can be doing right now, what you should be doing right now to position your business for success as we go forward. And as I keep saying, the new normal, which kind of drives me crazy. But nonetheless, um, what you should be doing, we're going to talk about some of the, some examples of what I've done with some of my other clients and the results we've had. Um, but most importantly, that's I want to cover that. I mean, I think positioning yourself, making sure that you're uh, you know ready for growth and expansion. This is not the time for uh, you know just kind of huddling down. I mean, this is the time for opportunity. Um, and so I want to kind of prove that out to you guys. So I wanted to start with talking to you a little bit about some of the results we've had um, with a couple of clients, because some, some, some of you are probably saying, well, geez, that sounds great, Mr. Biz, but you know, I've got this situation, that situation, how the heck are we supposed to do this? Well, I'm going to give you two exam- client examples. Um, so the first client um, in the service industry, uh, been in business for 19 years, and through the end of um, August, their revenues up versus last year, 14%. Uh, net income is up 299%. Yes. Uh, so what I mean by that is you can teach an old dog new tricks. So think about that for a second. Just digest those numbers uh, for, for just a second. So they are doing better, even though they were shut down. Again, service industry business. So they were shut down. Uh, they're based in uh, Ohio. They were shut down for seven weeks, no business at all for seven weeks, so almost two months out of, you know, the eight months that we've had so far um, of results. And yet they're kicking butt and having a better year this year than last year. Oh, wait, I should mention again, they've been in business for 19 years. Last year was their best year ever. So <laughs> these things I'm about to tell you the rest of the show, they are they will produce results. Um, it will help you position your business. It will help you grow. Um, and just to show you um, as another example, a business I started working with at the beginning of the year, um, about two months before the pandemic, everything got sort of shut down. And they've been in business for four years. Same same sort of scenario, right? Through the end of August of this year versus the, through the end of August last year, their revenue is up 39% and net income is up. Are you ready for this? 794% almost eight times the net income. I know it sounds crazy. And again, they're, they've been in business four years. So they, you know, there, there were some low hanging fruit, frankly, when I started working with them. Um, great business, um, but perfect scenario. Uh, typical client for me is that they're really good at what they do. Um, they just don't have the, enough of the business side of things, enough experience on the business side to be able to run their business most effectively. I'll tell you one of the things, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but the big thing for them was we've taken their gross margin 
from it was 48% in the same period last year. This year, same same period, it's 69%. So uh, significant improvement, almost a, you know, what, 50% improvement uh, on gross margin. So it shows you that you can, you know, grow your revenue while controlling your expenses. So very, very important concept there. So let's talk about a couple of things. I want to make sure that, you know, one of the things I hear a lot, and I know it's easy as an entrepreneur business owner, is motivation. You know, we hear so much negative stuff right now. We get inundated with a bunch of negative news. You know, here in the United States, we've got the election coming up and, you know, there's a lot of mudslinging going back and forth with that. It seems like, you know, every day there's something more, you know, something else negative. And then, you know, you've got uh, some natural disasters and you've got wildfires out in California. I mean, it just seems like we just get inundated with the negative stuff. And then you're hearing all these death, the deaths from COVID-19, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of people struggle from what I've been hearing with motivation. And I can tell you, um, you know, when that hits, here's what I have done myself. Um, when that hits, I will the night before. So let's say, you know, on a Tuesday, let's say I will set up what I'm going to do, my schedule for the next day. I'll write it out, literally write it out. So I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. At 7 a.m. I'm going to do this from 7 to 8. I'm going to do that from 8 to 9. I'm going to do this, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of schedule it out. Because what happens is when you're not motivated or you're feeling kind of a lull is you end up wasting too much time, right? You, you get up and you kind of mosey around. And next thing you know, at least for me, when I run into that, which isn't very often, but it does happen, is, you know, you get through, you know, it'll be noon and I'll look back and say, gosh, I really haven't gotten crap done today. And then it's, <laughs> I start to be pretty disappointed at myself because I feel like, gosh, I've wasted you know, you know, four or five hours of the day, six hours of the day already. And then it just makes the makes my lull worse, right? So create that schedule and create those small wins because what you're going to find is even those small wins, having that schedule. So in that scenario, when you look back at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, you look back at your schedule. And if you follow that schedule, you've got some small wins, even though there might be just minor things, those things build and that builds positive momentum. And it definitely helps. We Everyone likes wins, right? So very important to, uh, to do that. So that's a little tip that might help you if you're hitting a lull, you're not feeling motivated, create some situations with some small wins. Again, silly things, but I'm telling you, they build on each other, making the bed, get up and make the bed. I'm going to get up at this time and I'm going to make the bed. Well, if you've been in a lull, maybe when your alarm goes off, you lay in bed for a little bit, you don't get your butt up. Uh, and so just, just the act of getting your butt out of bed when you wanted to and actually making the bed and getting up and having some structure, those are some small wins you can build upon um, to create some positive momentum in your day. Um, enough of the motivation now, and we're running up against uh, the break here, but so I'll just give you a little bit of a preview of the other things we're going to talk about. So, of course, anyone who's listened to the show for any length of time knows I have my three pillars of financial success, um, and so we're going to talk about those. So specifically... Um, we're going to talk about cash flow, what we should be doing right now with cash flow, um, how to improve that, what we should be doing, um, what things we should be looking at, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We're also going to talk along the lines with that is if you're in U.S. based and you've received um, any government money associated with the pandemic, i.e. the uh, PP, uh, PPP loan, uh, payroll protection program loan, um, we're going to talk about some specific things to do there to ensure that that money ends up being a grant um, or as much of it as you can. Um, we're going to talk about a budget. And it, even if you don't have a budget right now, we're going to talk about things you can do um, from now until the end of the year because, and, and then the last part of the uh, th third part of the pillar, three pillars 
is pricing. And so we're gonna talk about that. What should you be doing with your pricing, et cetera, because what I wanna make sure is, and I've again, heard this from too many people, is a lot of people are just writing off 2020. Um, and you know, here we are, it's only September, and people are saying, well, this year's a wash. This year is crap. I'm never gonna hit any of the goals I had, et cetera, et cetera. And there's still time, right? And so if we put together a good, pl a sound plan, we can still reach a lot of those goals, just like the two clients I just gave you examples of, how they're just kicking butt and taking names because we did not just say, oh, well, we're gonna have a crappy year this year. We said, to heck with it. Let's figure out how we can work around it and you know, really kick some butt and, and continue to grow. And so again, some of these things I'm sharing with you are the exact things that we did with those two clients um, to achieve those absolute crazy results. So again, you're listening to Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, and we will come back after the break, give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and then start going through these tips. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Check Off Your List skilled team can handle your day-to-day -day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. And actually, before I give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, I want to give a quick shout out to, as we you heard during the commercial break there, I'm going to give a quick shout out to uh, the networks that we're on. So the Discover Community Network, uh, great folks out there, Troy Brewer and his crew, um, Lime City Radio Network, Mike D., uh, in the house and uh, and also Jay Parker Radio. So those are the three networks that we're on um, where you can hear again the show. Um, gosh, I think we're on for almost 40 hours a week now. The show airs uh, between those three different networks. So uh, shout out to all of them. Appreciate that. Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, short and sweet this week. It is happy employees equal satisfied customers. Too many people forget this. Um, they focus too much on one side or the other. You got to keep your employees happy. You got to keep them engaged. And when you do that, they're going to take care of customers. Happy customers make loyal customers. And you have a higher retention rate, et cetera, et cetera. Very, very, very important. So that is Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. Uh, on Mr. Biz Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right, so let's dive into these three pillars and talk about some of the things that you should be doing right now to position yourself um, and maybe jog your memory on. You may have done some of these things, but maybe it'll jog your memory on a few things and give you a couple of useful tips you can use. So first of all, cash flow. Um, obviously, critically important. As I say all the time, cash flow is king. If you don't have cash, you don't have a business. So uh, critically important there. I do want to mention, though, a lot of people throw around the term cash flow, and I think don't fully understand it. And I'm not going to go into a whole deep definition of it, but a lot of people think it's synonymous with profits and net income and things like that. And actually, 
while they're kind of tangentially related, they're not the same thing. So cash flow, the easiest way to think about it is think about money going in and out of your checking account. That is cash flow, right? Um, it's not necessarily profits and there's a bunch of different things. And again, that's another show, but I want to make sure you understand that that is literally when money comes in and goes out of your account. So it's not when you invoice someone, um, which could be reflected on your P&L, right? So it could show you're showing a profit where you haven't actually even gotten cash in yet. So that's why it's important to sort of uh, delineate the difference there. So what I would recommend, and again, it's different for every business, but review every single aspect of cash flow, i.e. bringing money in and the money that goes out of your business. Review every single thing. And what I would do, honestly, is get your last um, bank statement. Um, look at the ins and outs in your bank account and think about ways, and again, I can't be super specific because it's uh, so, so different for every business, but think about ways that you could get money in faster and to where, and to some extent, without you know being late on payments or anything, you can delay money going out of your account. Um, and that's going to help your, and I know it sounds really obvious, but that's going to help you significantly because, you know, again, that's, the, that's your cash flow. And a lot of people, you know, for example, you get an invoice in and you pay it day one. It's a net 30 invoice and you're paying your supplier or vendor right away. Well, you could delay the payment on that. Not, again, I'm not saying to be late on your payments, but if it's net 30, you could wait and pay that on day, you know, 28, 29, et cetera, and as opposed to paying it on day two or three, right? So now you've just gained an extra three plus weeks of having that cash in your account, which could make a big difference, right? You've got payroll in there, et cetera. Um, so very important. So think about things like that, but that's an easy way to break it down. Literally look at your checking account for your business and look at the ins and outs from the last month or last couple months and think about ways, again, to expedite money coming in and to, as much as you can without, you know, uh, delaying payments to people and being late is, is how, how you can sort of delay some of that going out. Um, I want to mention too, again, if you're in the United States and you have received any of the payroll protection program, PPP money, um, those are, it's a loan, uh, as you guys know, but um, there continues to change the guidelines. But if you adhere to the guidelines, um, you can have uh, some or all of it be forgiven, i.e. it becomes a grant as opposed to a loan. So make sure you are paying attention to everything that comes out of the SBA, Small Business Association, um, to make sure that when you submit that, as much, if not all of it, ends up being a grant. So make sure you're following along those guidelines and you're spending the money accordingly. So again, free money is free money. And even if you end up not having all of it forgiven, you know, the interest rate is 1%. I mean, it's very, very inexpensive. So good stuff there. But keep an eye on that because you don't want to be a surprise at the end when you have to submit um, anything for that to prove um, what, how you've used the money for, to get it for, forgiven. So extremely important there. One of the things I want to mention, a little bit of a side note, is um, marketing. Don't stop your marketing. I know when you're cutting back on expenses, that's one of the areas you look. But a lot of people, especially now with businesses struggling, if, you, if people are used to seeing your business being advertised in different places and all of a sudden you stop, they're probably going to think you're out of business. Um, but I would also tell you that really dig down and review your statistics on what you're spending your marketing money on. Obviously, stop the ones that aren't re having any return for you. And then maybe you take the money from those and you push it onto the ones that are actually doing well. It gives you an opportunity to seize market share because as what's happened with almost every one of my clients, some of their competitors have not made it through the pandemic. And so what that means is there's an opportunity for market share. The, those companies that didn't make it through 
their customers need someone to service them. And so that's an opportunity for us to step in and be able to take care of that. Um, and I would tell you, if you're saying, well, geez, Ken, I gotta, I have to stop my marketing. I would say to look at it differently. They say, I have to, because I, you know, I have to cut my expenses. In that scenario, what I would say is it's not an expense problem, it's a revenue problem. Look at ways to grow your revenue to make sure that you can continue to spend that money. And again, side note, I always recommend two to 8% typically uh, market spend of your revenue, two to 8% of your gross revenue. That's what you should be spending on um, marketing. I've covered that on other shows as well, but just to give general guideline, but I, I really would tell you, try not to go below that 2%. Um, see here, um, budget. Let's talk about budget. So I know it's the, uh, it's a nasty B word for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I think a lot of people associate budget with uh, the word diet. And they think that, you know, it just means you have to cut back, cut back, uh, much like you do on a diet. And that's not necessarily the case. You could be on a, your budget could be positioning you for growth. But what I would tell you is if you have a budget, if you have not done this already, and you probably already have, if you have a budget, if you're that much into that, which you should be, you got to have a budget. I'm telling you that it's a game changer, but reforecast the remainder of the year. So look out at your goals, set those goals and try to, you know, that way you can set them and make sure that you're going towards those goals. And again, not having that, well, this year's just a wash. We're not going to be able to do anything, et cetera, et cetera. Um, reposition those for the, you know, September through December timeframe or, or what have you to make sure that, you know, some of the revenue perhaps that you've lost um, during the first half of the year with the pandemic and the situation there is that you reforecast that back into the rest of the year. So saying that you're going to make that ground up and that's, again, that's that mentality is very important. Um, and that's what we did, especially with those two businesses. I mean, we've done it with all my clients, but those two businesses are a great stellar example that I gave earlier is we said, we're, we're not going to just, you know, give ourselves an excuse um, that, you know, pandemic, oh geez, woe is me. We said, the heck with that. We're going to reforecast and we're still going to hit our goals and exceed our goals that we even had for this year. And I think that's really, really important. Um, just that mindset in, its, in and of itself is a great place to start and make sure that you're thinking about it the right way. Um, but go down through that and make a, a, create the monthly budget for the rest of the year and track that every single month, every week as you're going through the month. Make sure you're tracking to that. that. Um, and again, we're running out of time here. So I'll, I'll pick up. Uh, after we come back, we're going to hit a commercial break, um, and then we're going to come back. We'll continue talking through some things we can do on the budgeting side, as well as we're going to talk about pricing. It's killer. So join us after, join us after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is a CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project management, quoting and invoicing, and much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise-specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsespot.com. Again, that's thepulse, P-U-L-S-E, spot.com. If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. 
check out both of Mr. Business National best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And um, I did want to circle back real quick. I was thinking about it during the break in, in regards to cash flow that I was talking about during the last segment. Um, something important to consider as well, considering so many businesses are struggling right now, it becomes increasingly important to make sure that you have a very uh, transparent dialogue with your customers um, to know if you have some customers that themselves may be struggling. Um, it will allow you to understand that and allow you to better forecast and better plan for, for example, if you have a, a, one of your large customers perhaps that is struggling financially um, and you know that at least or have an idea that's going to help you understand that, gosh, they're probably not going to be paying on time. Um, and so you can, again, that's going to help you project with your cash flow. That's going to help you with your budgeting, your revenue projections, et cetera. But it's important to make sure that you have those open dialogues and make sure that, you know, they know where you're at. You have an idea where they're at because then you might be able to strike up a situation to where, you know, maybe you put them on a payment plan or again, it depends on the business, right? And your relationship with them and your, your uh, trust in them, I guess I should say, but very important to make sure you keep that open dialogue to that way. You're not surprised, right? You don't have a large customer that you send out a $20,000 invoice to, and it's 90 days past due and they haven't paid you and you haven't heard from them crickets, right? You don't want to have that situation. So make sure that you're, reaching out to them and, and offer help where you can, right? Um, they may not know some of these things. And so you may be able to provide them with some tips and help them with their business. I'm sure they would greatly appreciate it. So back into the budgeting, and I wanted to actually circle back just a little bit on that as well as I'd mentioned, and I kind of gloss over it because I do this stuff every day and I kind of take for granted um, sort of uh, gloss over some of these things. And I think sometimes people go, oh, back up, you, you'd lost me there. What I was saying about in regards to a budget is, if you've fallen short um, through the first half of the year, let's say, for example, that your revenue is off by, let's say, $100,000 um, because of the pandemic or, you know, variety of situations, right, that have happened this year so far. What I mean is when you're forecasting out or budgeting out the remainder of the year, say September, September, October, November, December, you have four months there. What I mean by that is to take that 100000 that you're short so far and add that into the last month, four months of the year. So take what you already had out there for a forecast, or if you, you know, if you haven't, create one to get to that goal that you had, and then you know add that in, and whether it's you know twenty five grand a month for over the four months, or if you have some seasonality in your business, maybe there's more in certain months and less in others, et cetera. But very important to make sure you you know again don't give yourself a pass. Really strive to that. And one way to do that, and again, people are going to say, oh, geez, that's easy. It's easier said than done. Understand that, but you can reverse engineer those goals. So for example. Um, to determine the activity level you need to make up that additional $100,000. So the number of uh, out, you know, outreach you need to do, um, the amount of touch points you need to have with new prospects, et cetera, et cetera. You can reverse engineer that and determine the time and then you know, the activity you need to do each day, the additional activity you need to do each day to make up that, that ground. Um, and again, we've, done, we've talked about those things before, but um, when I've also got some videos on my YouTube channel, Mr. Biz, out on YouTube tons of videos about a lot of things in a little bit more in depth on than what we're covering on the show. So definitely go out and check out uh, our YouTube channel, Mr. Biz. Um, I don't know. We've probably got over a hundred videos out there. Most of them are 
uh, four to six minutes long or whatnot, but you can go search through, you know, what topics that are most important for you and hopefully give you some tips there as well. Um, and then uh, lastly, budget wise is review all your expenses. So likely what has happened as a result of the pandemic is you've probably reduced some of your expenses, right? Over those, those months. Now, if you're back in, back in business and things are going well, revisit those expenses that you've cut or, you know, dropped or reduced and determine, do you need to pick them back up? What you may find is that you don't even need to pick them back up. And so now your expense space, um, it's the pandemic has sort of helped you, right? Because it's helped, made you be more disciplined with your expenses. And so, but definitely take a look at those because there could be some things that something you need to turn back on that could really help uh, jumpstart your business as well and, and, and help with uh, increasing your revenue. So pretty important there. And the last thing, the last pillar of my three pillars is pricing. So I want to talk about that. We've only got about four minutes, so I'm going to have to burn through this. But pricing, make sure you review, and I talk about this, you should review your pricing at least annually, but especially right now. And some of it relates to what I just mentioned. You may have reduced and likely have reduced some of your expenses uh, as a result of the pandemic. And so your expense base has changed and therefore your pricing may have changed. So you may have an opportunity if you have lowered your expense base, you may be able to lower your prices and maintain the same margins. Um, or if you're not getting any price objections right now, you may be able to keep them, you know, your price is the same, but you're, you've increased your margin because you've reduced your expense base. Does that make sense? Um, again, it's one of those things makes sense to me, but I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if I'm articulating it uh, as well as I need to. Um, because that's the important thing. And I'll tell you, one of the things that when people look at pricing and what I find often is they look at gross margin. And so simply put, gross margin is your revenue minus your cost of goods sold, or people call it COGS, um, just an acronym. And your cost of goods sold are essentially the labor and materials, uh, anything that goes into creating the product or service that you provide. Um, and so what happens is people look at that gross margin and they say, oh, geez, my gross margin is, you know, whatever, 70 percent. And your gross margin is just, again, the number itself is just revenue minus cost of goods sold. The percentage, your gross margin percentage is just that gross margin number divided by revenue, which is basically saying of your revenue, after you take out your um, your cost of goods sold, what percentage of your revenue is left? Um, and in this case, that's the example I gave is 70 percent is left. And a lot of people stop there and say, gosh, man, pat myself on the back. I'm doing great. 70% is really high. Well, the problem is it could be that the rest of your expenses, your overhead, your administrative expenses that go all below that, things like insurance, rent, uh, marketing, um, you know, administrative salaries, um, workers' comp, like all those different types of things that fall below that might be high. And they might eat up that 70% margin you have which is why I like to focus on the net margin. And the net margin is your gross margin, which we just talked about, minus all of those expenses in your overhead, all your rent, all that stuff. It takes everything into account. Um, and so it's what ends up in your pocket at the end of the day, right? After everything, all the dust settles. And so that's why I like to focus on that and make sure that that net margin is strong because um, you know, it's not just gross margin. Gross margin is kind of important, but that can be manipulated. Net margin is, you can't manipulate that. That is what it is. And that's what's really, really important. And then most importantly with pricing is make sure that you don't have, and again, you guys have probably heard me mention this before, the silent business killer. And the silent business killer is uh, products or services that you have 
that are actually break even or in most in some cases at least they lose money and you go gosh that sounds silly well that's why it's a silent business killer because almost every business that I've ever worked with has at least one product or service that falls into that category it's silent because you don't realize it of course you wouldn't automatically price or purposely price something where you're losing money on it right that's why it is the silent business killer, and that's why you have to review these things you know, you could oftentimes, I know I've had a couple of different people that I've worked with that the service or, or uh, product they had had a high, was a high volume product was actually losing money for them. So again, it just crushes your business when you're selling the crap out of something that's actually losing you money for every unit that you sell, right? Very, very important to take a look at those. Pricing is absolutely critical. Very, 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 very important. That's where a lot of businesses fail. Um, that's why it's one of my three pillars, cash flow, budgeting, pricing. Those are my three pillars of financial success. Very important. I'm hoping that this was this, uh, this show was helpful for you as far as setting up your business um, in the new normal, as they say, post-pandemic world, um, setting you up to be able to have this, some of the results that I talked about at the beginning of the show with some of the clients we've had. Very good stuff. Appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You'll find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Um, and as always, guys, have a great week. Don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.